Welcome to the Gleaner Sportscast, or the Gleaner Podcast for that matter. This is episode two of the semester project or the Gleaner Sportscast for how coronavirus affects the sports world. I am a Gleaner Sports reporter, freshman William Herbst, and I am here to for back for episode two of this series, and uh, this is going to be the NFL episode, and just like the last episode, I brought on a fellow, you know, classmate of mine. If you want to introduce yourself, Michael. Yeah, hi, uh, Michael Spawn. I'm in ninth grade at Waller, and I love the NFL. I love sports. Happy to be on here. All right, so yeah, just like last episode, I brought on Joe May, one of my fellow friends of the NBA. He's a big basketball fan and big, big sports fan in general. But I decided to bring on Michael because he, for the NFL episode, because he loves football. If you guys could not tell already, this man loves football. So, and you know, me and Michael are have our debates every so often. You know, I'm a Packers fan; he's a Bears fan. NFL draft just wrapped up a couple of days ago, and it was happened a lot a couple of days ago. It was very interesting the first you know draft online but Michael how do you think the Bears did I mean for as much of a big Chicago fan as you are and how passionate you are about your team do you have any thoughts on how the your Bears did yeah so I think they did really good um they did they had two second round picks not a first round and I think they really they established a, a good tight end they got a good tight end for our struggling quarterback Mitchell Trubisky and they um got a premier corner who's going to come in start day one, and Jalen Johnson, he's going to be great. And overall, solid draft for them, I think. They did a good job. I think for sure. I mean, I think some teams that were really struggling actually had a good draft. However, on my end of things, the Packers, I don't know how to feel. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is 37, let's be honest here. The, the man is just old, and I mean, as much as discount double check has really affected the NFL and really – you know, taking over this man's and, you know, he's reaching his washed up days. So, I mean, picking Jordan Love, he is a decent quarterback out of Ohio State. And I think he like that's what they did with Rodgers and Favre. You know, when Favre was ending his yeah. days in 2008, they, you know, it's, they took Rodgers under his wing. And once Favre retired, went to the Vikings or Jets or whatever he did, Rodgers came and won the Super Bowl for us in 2010. So I'm not sure if that'll be the same case here. I'm pretty sure that's what the Packers are trying to replicate. But otherwise, they took a running back instead of a wide receiver, which I do not agree with. But you know what? That's just the Packers for you. But, I mean, they'll probably still find a way to win. I don't know how many years Aaron Rodgers still has in him. But, yeah. yeah. Any Anyway, not talking about our favorite teams, the coronavirus. Big effects. It is affecting the NFL. I mean, okay, so the NBA, like I said last podcast, if you guys didn't know, you didn't know this, Michael, but the NBA is, was obviously in season nearing playoff time. You know what I mean? They were, you know, they were about ready to go. The NFL just finished up the Super Bowl in February, which finished up the season in February, which this, it's the offseason now. But if this coronavirus things extends, this could affect the preseason and overall training workouts and, you know, the NFL draft combine. Well, it already happened, but you know what I mean? So, Michael, what do you think? Do you think the preseason will happen or do you think that, you know, they will actually get this going or with no fans? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, um, it's, I, I would say it's pretty hard to tell at this point, um, but I think it's a very real possibility that there might be a shortened preseason at least, or not have preseason at all, um, just train. But I think um, it's very possible, you know, four preseason games, and they're all in August, and 
you know, we're in April right now, obviously into April. Sure. So it, it is going, I, the coronavirus cases, I guess it is at the peak and then maybe it'll go down. But yeah, we'll see. I think um, it's, like I said, a possibility. Um, maybe just no fans at preseason games, just the players, I think, and that's a possibility. You know, anything, I think they'll look at all scenarios on how maybe they can get these players ready if there is um, an NFL season to be ready to play. I think, you know, they'll probably look at all options. Oh, for sure. And when you look at it, I mean, the coronavirus is at its peak. If you guys didn't know, it reached its peak in most, the majority of the states, except for like New York and California. That's like the big, you know, big states. But however, I mean, the coronavirus has reached its peak and they they don't know when it's going to go down. But having fans at most games, most coronavirus experts have speculated that for baseball and, you know, football games coming up that, you know, they probably will be able to resume play. However, it's going to probably have to be without fans. But we shall see. We just kind of have to let it play out. Roger Goodell and, you know, all his other commissioners that are running the leagues are doing a great job. So, yeah. And, and, and well, I mean, now moving on from the actual coronavirus aspect, who do we think has a chance to be hot this year? Michael, I know you are a big Bears fan. What are their chances this season of actually taking the NFC North? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The Packers, you know, they have, you know, kind of declined a little bit, you know, coming back. Mr. Trubisky, you know, they think that he's probably screwing up the program, maybe, you know, drifting away. I know you have a big opinion on this. Do you think that they have a shot at the NFC North this year? What's your thoughts? Um, I think they might have some chance, some sort of chance. It, that their defense is really good. It all depends on the offense. If the offense improves, then I think the Bears have a really good shot. Um, they had a really good season. The offense did in 2018. I think that pretty much everyone from that 2018 season when we won uh, the NFC North that year is still there. Uh, I just think they need to figure it out and go back to the what you know, figure out the way they were playing back in 2018. I think it's pretty simple on the coach Matt Nagy's part um, to just figure out the struggles that they had last year, and that defense isn't going away. And I think it's a you know a possibility if they do figure out their offense wide struggling. I mean, I do agree with that. I mean, in 2018, the Bears absolutely. I mean, except for Week One, the Bears absolutely outplayed the Packers and every other other team in that regular season they were probably the they were arguably the best regular season team in the nfc north proven by their record if they can go back and find out what they were doing they could probably take the nfc north and i'm saying that unbiased as a packers fan because let's be honest here mitch trubisky i mean i don't know if he's the actual problem because he did lead him to an nf lead the bears to an nfc north winning season in yeah. 2018 so it i know it's possible but the thing is i don't the, I, something just went wrong last season i don't know but as far as the other teams in the nfc north the lions not very good at all the vikings can kind of give you a challenge but they're mostly veterans and the packers are the packers but i mean let's be honest here the packers will pretty much win it every year except unless another team has a good year like the bears in 2018 but anyway on to the away from the nfc north a little bit let's talk about tom brady and how Gronk came out of retirement to play for the bucks in a trade Michael, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I did not expect Brady to ever leave the Patriots in the first place, much less Gronk to come out of retirement. What do you think of that? Yeah, it was it's crazy. I I can't I still can't believe it. Um, it's uh, very shocking. I mean, Brady 
you know, I thought he'd be a Patriot forever. I thought he was just playing around, you know, with uh, the media and stuff that he was going to leave, but he was really going to stay. Or he was going to stay, but he's really going to leave. I, I think that Buccaneers team, especially when he, he made Gronk come to the team, to the Buccaneers, I think they're just going to be overpowered this year. Plus, they got two good receivers and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I'm really shocked that Tom Brady um, went to the Buccaneers still, but it's crazy. Yeah, those those two wide receivers, Mike Evans and uh, Chris Godwin, those guys are fantasy legends. They drop points like crazy. And we have Tom Brady throwing them dots this season. They're going to be hot ones to pick. So if I had to recommend, you're definitely taking them. But, I mean, that this and think about this had, adds to the, you know, unbalancing of the conferences. When you look at it, now the Buccaneers, they're in the NFC, right? Well, guess what? Yeah. I mean, like, when you look at it, what do you think, Michael? I mean, like, here's the thing. The NFC is going to be overloaded now. Tom Brady was yeah. used to easily taking the AFC pretty much every year right he would win the AFC championship against the Colts even when they accuse him of deflating the balls he won 45 to 7 he wins by an average of 21 points in every single AFC championship game the last eight years that's crazy and the ones he wins of course not the ones he loses but basically yeah he pretty much just dominates but so how is that gonna mean is the NFC gonna be the more powerful conference now oh for sure yeah I mean you think I mean just the NFC South that division too they have the Saints and the Buccaneers, too, who are great teams, plus Christian McCaffrey's on the Panthers. Oh, Amazing. And I think overall, this the NFC, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Like, great teams. I think it's going to be really hard for some teams to get into the postseason. There's just so many teams that I could see easily making the playoffs. It's just crazy. And this also adds to the fact that the AFC winner could also be, you know, for, say, a team that, you know, you wouldn't expect, you know, because, I mean, without the Patriots in there, pretty much, well, yeah, the the Titans and the Chiefs are also, I mean, they're big powerhouses, however, I mean, the Chiefs beating, you know, the Patriots exiting to the Titans was really surprising for most of the league, I will agree, I will admit that the most, so, I mean, the Chiefs and the Titans, do you think that one of them will take it, Michael? I mean, those are the two powerhouses that possibly could have bet, beat the Patriots. But now the Patriots are kind of, you know, don't have their star player. Who do you think is taking the AFC? Well, I think the obvious answer would be the Chiefs of Titans, you're right. Um, but like we saw last year with, um, like, the Titans before they were a powerhouse, they were 9-7 and seven, uh, in the oh, season yeah. playoffs. For so sure. I think it's very much up for grabs. Um, if teams can find a way to stop Patrick Mahomes, which I know that's a tall order, but, um, you know, teams like the Bills, who are only oh, yeah. getting better, um, trying to think of some more, I mean, the Ravens, too, they're, oh, yeah. they're going to be good. Um, yeah, there's a lot of underdog teams this year that I could see it, but um, I think the Chiefs, if I had to pick one, I think they would, they're just they're just too good, I think. Yeah, they their team is absolutely overpowered. When you look at the AFC, you see a lot of young talent because when you look at the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, well, Travis Kelsey's a little bit older, but you get the point. And and the Chiefs have a lot of young talent. I mean, of course, we have the NFL MVP and Lamar Jackson on the Ravens, and then we have Derrick Henry, one of the most you know powerful running backs, the best power backs we have seen in the past few years on the Titans. And... It's just the so much young talent on the AFC. Now, if you look at the NFC, there's so many veteran quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Drew Brees, and Tom Brady. In the NFC South, Drew Brees usually won the NFC South with, you know, mostly, you know, 
he didn't really have a challenge. But now you have to throw Tom Brady in there and you have yeah. Christian McCaffrey. How is Drew Brees going to deal with that? You know, how do you think yeah. how do you think that'll fare off, Michael? Yeah, I think. Um, well, they've won it the past, I think, three years. I, but I think, you know, Drew Brees. They're always going to be a threat in the NFC South. I really think it's just got to come down to um, the Buccaneers and Saints. I, I can't tell. I mean, they're both really good. I, you'd have to, like, flip a coin or something. They're um, going to be great teams. But, I mean, Drew Brees knows, I guess, maybe the advantage would be the Saints because um, Drew Brees does maybe know a little bit more about um, the teams like uh the Panthers, because he's been in the division longer, and the Falcons. Oh, for but sure. I give a little bit of a slight advantage to the Saints, but it's hard to tell right now. Uh, but I think I'd, I'd have to give it to the Saints right now. Oh, for sure. And also, well, when you look at it, I mean, there are so many. Oh, my gosh. What, I forgot what I was going to say, but oh, I think it was. Oh, yeah. So. Honestly, I just forgot. Oh yeah, I, I forgot. I I'm, I am so sorry about that. Literally, the Ravens taking J.K. Dobbins, adding the firepower to that Ravens running offense. Do you think that that was an absolute steal? Because Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins pairing up two of the most athletic players we have seen in the NFL. Do you think that that is an absolute steal for the Ravens? Oh, for sure. I mean, Dobbins was uh, the leading rusher at Ohio State of all time, or something like that. Yeah. I think that is a steal. Um, they're they're going to be amazing. And besides Dobbins too, they've had a, they had a great draft too, adding two speed receivers too. I don't have their names, but they I mean they just keep getting better, and they could actually I think they could easily win the AFC oh. too. I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, and I was really mad too because the Packers, a couple picks before, took AJ Dillon. I mean, no offense to AJ Dillon, great running back. I mean, we we needed a wide wide receiver, so if we were gonna take a running back, I would have chose J.K. Dobbins. I mean, him and Jonathan Taylor. I mean, being a Wisconsin fan myself and being paying attention to the Big Ten a lot, um, yeah, it it was. I honestly thought we should have taken J.K. Dobbins, but you know what? I don't know what the Packers even do most of the time they're really have a history of bad at draft being bad at drafting so i'm not going to question it but moving on michael you're a Notre dame fan this isn't just nfl what players from Notre dame went in the draft this year and where did they end up tell me about it and are you happy with where they ended up dang yeah um well one that the cole command from Notre dame the tight end he was he did go to the bears um i think that's a great <laughs> fit for him another player um is Oloi Gilman a safety? He went to the Chargers. I think he'll he'll be great there. But um, yeah, I think the Lions, uh, Julian Acora, I think they they acquired from Notre Dame too, an edge rusher. So I think a lot of good fits for those Notre Dame players on teams, and I think they will succeed there. Oh, for sure. And now, Michael, before you know, I kind of end today. I must ask you. I mean, it is very early in the season, especially with a lot of things going around. It's a crazy time for the world, you know, coronavirus and all that. Who do you think will take the Super Bowl and the MVP right now? And it's a long ways away for this upcoming season. Who do you think's taking it? Dang, I got it. I'll see here. Well, kind of throw you on the spot, you know. <laughs> I think it'll be the AFC representative will be um, the Ravens. I think they just oh. they keep getting better. Okay. I think I think they can. They'll definitely Lamar Jackson's just only getting better. I think he'll they'll they'll play the Saints in the Super Bowl. I think they'll Ooh. play the Saints because I think the Saints 
They added, um, they have Michael Thomas, they have um, Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees, and uh, they added Emmanuel Sanders, a speed receiver. Oh, yes. Plus, they drafted a tight end, and that defense is still really good. Um, I think they're determined. Three heartbreaking losses of the playoffs in a row. And plus, they're adding, you know, they're only getting better competition in uh, their own division. You know, only they'll prepare for better teams. I think the Saints will beat the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. I was I kind of threw you on the spot there, but I mean the Saint the Saints over the Ravens. That's an interesting pick. Yeah. Now, do you think the Raven? Who do you think would get the wild card, and who do you think will take the NFC NFC South? Will it be the Buccaneers or will it be the Saints? Who is going to win the division out of those two? Yeah, I got the Saint. I think the Saints will win it. Oh, really? Okay. I I really do think. Um, if you think about it, the Saints that Buccaneers offense is amazing. But I think the Saints are right up there, too. And plus, the Saints' defense is a little bit better, I think, than the Buccaneers. Um, I think the Saints are a better all-around team for right now. You know, there's still a little free agency going on. But um, I think the Saints, their two good offenses are up there for the Saints and Buccaneers. But I think the Saints have a way better defense than the Buccaneers. And I think the Saints will take it. For sure. I mean, that is a, that's a bold prediction. But I'm going to say, if I have to go for my – if I had to pick myself – I'm going to go Chiefs and Saints. Now, why I say that, the Saints, I agree. Because, I mean, they have a, they're have a veteran defense. They're probably going to be, pre- be preparing for the Buccaneers. I mean, they play them twice a season, so obviously they're going to know how they play, right? And if they, need, if they ever face them in the playoffs, they'll be prepared. They're a veteran team with a good defense, and they have Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas, so they can take deep shots downfield. And, I mean, yeah. that you know, Tom Brady always finds a way to win, but as proven this year, got beat by the Titans in the divisional round, that just goes to show that Tom Brady is, is beatable, of course. So, I mean... And the reason I say the Chiefs are over the Ravens is because, I mean, they won last year, yes, and I know it's kind of a boring pick. However, I don't think Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins' athleticism can win out the whole thing, can win the whole thing. Honestly, the Chiefs have just such a great playbook. I mean, they got Andy Reid at head coach, and I mean, they are just, I mean, of course, Patrick Mahomes throwing it down the field to Tyreek Hill. They take the most deep shots in the league, and they can just power on the ball. They, they're just a great overall team. I am going to stay with them, and obviously we want to see my man Jackson Mahomes on the sideline going <laughs> off. So, yeah, of course. But, yeah, that's my prediction. And other than that, that has been the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and this has been episode two of it, the NFL. As for Gleaner Sports Reporter, I'm William Herbst. Michael Spawn, signing off. Sayonara.